This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this, and this is, is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Yeah. yeah. How you feeling? Um, ready? Yeah. <laughs> we got a new setup, guys, Like, because uh, I had to bring my kids today. Mm-hmm. So they're in the living room, and we're in the dining room area of Vanessa's house, and she can't be in chairs anymore, so she's on a birthing ball, yeah. bouncing <laughs> up and down. So if I'm, I sound a little winded, that's why. If you can also hear the TV in the background, that's also why. Um, we put a little movie on for the, the kids. So... But, yeah, I'm ready. I am so ready. I keep trying to convince myself just one more week at least. Yeah. For the 38th week next Sunday. Because I'm 37 weeks today on recording day. So when this comes out, I'll be 38 weeks. And so I'm hoping, like, just one more week. And then I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Let's fucking do this. My midwives keep looking at me like they're disappointed in what I want. Because I want them out, like, next week. <laughs> and they're like, no, you have to try and go full term. Like, put it out there. It's best for babies. And I'm like, 30, like, there are tons of babies that are survive, <laughs> that come out early. Like, we're good. They'll be, like, full grown. They'll just be missing a little bit of extra fat. <laughs> That's all. So, um, if you're at 38 weeks, do you can you still do a home birth? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, because 38 and to 40 weeks is still considered full term. Yeah. Well, yeah. Generally. So. so yeah. So that's basically um, like you're gonna set up everything here in your house. Uh huh. Yeah. It it doesn't look like you're you're very set up. For... Well, we're gonna be doing it upstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the bedroom. So the only thing in the bedroom that needs to be done is. Take down our stripper pole, and that's it. Yeah. So we could fit the the tub in there. Yeah. And then um, that's it. And then day of stuff, meaning like fill it, put the tub together, fill up the tub. Yeah. And clean the master, the, the bathroom, and that's it. And everything else should be kosher. So. I'm excited for you. Are you excited? I am... Like, I know you're done. <laughs> I'm so... Today was, like... I've been having some energy the last couple days and, like, getting stuff done around the house. And, like, we've actually been pretty productive. Even though, like, I stress that we're not being productive. But then we kind of are. Like, our list is pretty much almost done of our birthing kit that we need um, for the midwives. And then we just have to pack our emergency bag just in case we have to go to the hospital. Yeah. Um... What hospital are you guys going to go to? Well, if it's a, an emergency emergency, then we're probably not going to be able to use our backup doctor and we'll have to go to Sunrise. Well, I mean, Sunrise is like an awful hospital, but they have the best pedia- yeah. uh, pediatric wing, mm-hmm. so which is nice. Yeah. They're really known for their children's side and I think labor and delivery. So all that section uh-huh. is what they're known for yeah. and their adult side is... It's shit. Not good. Yeah. I've been there twice. Actually, three times. Yeah. And was not in my favor. Yeah, no, I hate it. If we have opportunities to take the kids, if we have to take the kids to the hospital for something, we always go to Sunrise. Yeah, they're great for kids. Yeah. They're, like, I think the only children's hospital, like, dedicated children's hospital. Yeah. Out here in Vegas. Yeah. And they're really good. Yep. But... 
But yeah, so, but if I'm risked out for whatever reason between now and delivery, then we would go to Summerlin. Oh, that's a nice hospital too. Yeah, that's where our doctor is based out of. That's pretty cool. Do they have their birthing center up? Because I remember they were working know. on one. I don't know. I, I don't think it would matter because I got code word doctor speak for you would most likely have to have a C-section if I'm risked out. So It's okay. C-sections yeah. happen. Yeah, and so... It's going to be the best sleep for like <laughs> the first 24 hours and then you're not going to get sick. I don't for... do well coming out of that kind of stuff. You won't even notice. Mm, that's what they said about coming out of anesthesia, and I was screaming coming out of anesthesia, so... <laughs> no, I mean, you'll be in so much pain you don't notice. It's yeah. one of the most painful coming surgeries. Out no, surgeries. You won't you won't feel the anesthesia, like the that weird feeling that you get of coming mm-hmm. out of anesthesia, because I've been on, in and out of anesthesia, too, but it's because of... It's such a quick surgery. Surprisingly, it's a very quick surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is... So so aggressive because yeah. they're taking out all of your internal organs, putting them on your stomach, and then... It depends on the person. Because Harvey, when he did his C-sections, he's like, we didn't take any organs out. It's if they can reach the uterus. It's how yeah. they can reach it. They had, like, to ta- they had to take out my organs. It depends on, I think, just the body, the person. Yeah. So. But, yeah. so But it's, it's because it's on your abdomen. It's and- a full-on abdomen like an open Ab, yeah abdomenectomy well that's where they take out your appendix but yeah and and it's really you're so sore for you're so sore yeah like I you feel so sore but you know what it's i did two of two c sections mm-hmm. it's it's doable and yeah. i got you boo if you need it <laughs> i know exactly what you'll need right afterwards if you if you need it if you have to get a c section yeah. i just i just want you to know that don't feel like the first time I had a C-section, I because I was trying for a home birth mm-hmm. and it didn't work out, um, and I felt like such a failure. Yeah. But it's because I had I had no like real support when it came to C-section because not many people in my family had a C-section. And then the second time, I labored for as long as I could, and then I was like, okay, I'm ready. And I made you know I wanted to labor because I wanted to. It was almost like a journey for me. Yeah. And then... Have, like, some sort of control? Well, no. It's just, like, I felt like if if I went through that pain and if it were to happen, if I were to have a natural birth or a VBAC, then I would be very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But even if I didn't, like, I went through that pain and the outcome is a beautiful child. Yeah. But it didn't even matter because I passed out and puked. So... <laughs> I looked at my baby and I was like, hey, and I've passed out and that was it. And I really honestly didn't care when I woke up. I'm like, where's my baby? Oh, there she is. She's good. Because they they sleep right out of it. But it's, it's either way. Like if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I'm. You're amazing no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I tell myself. And like when I see it, it's not a bad thing if I have to have a C-section. But I just know it's an automatic, like, I just have to have that in my head. Yes. That if I'm going to the hospital, there's no, even being risked out for whatever reason, mm-hmm. there's no other option. It's a C-section. That's what he is going to do. Yes. So. And and they're, the thing is, though, is that you're going to want to fight them. And it's going to be, it's going to be however your mentality is at that moment. 
Because you're going to try to fight them and be like, no, I can, I could probably do it natural. But if they're like, no, we're only going to do a C-section. Well, that's why I just like having the mentality. So I, there like is if you no go argument. to the hospital, just be like, get it over with. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's get these it. babies out. Yes. <laughs> like I'm here. This is obviously, I already know what's going to happen. And if the doctor says, well, you know, because he knows what my plan is and what I want. Mm-hmm. And that I did ask when we were having our conversations that if I had to do a hospital, like, is there a possible attempt to do vaginal if they're head down and it's not that risky? And he's like, we can attempt, which is code word for I'll give you 30 minutes (laughs) and then we're going to go in for a C-section. Yeah. So he knows what I want. And if if he mentions, sure, we can try to push, would you like to do that? That's probably probably, a good indicator that you're probably okay. Maybe you needed Mm -hmm. fluids or something is like... Your potassium's yeah. dropping or something. Like, there's something else yeah. that is... Like, but I can't you, go in with that mindset that he yes. might ask. I have to go in with the mindset that it's a full C-section. Like, yeah. So when I'm saying those things, it's not, like, a bad thing. I'm not putting myself down. I'm it's glad. It's just I have to reiterate that to myself, that if I'm going to a hospital, even with being risked out, that's what it is. Yeah. So You only have to do it yeah. once. <laughs> exactly. This is it. I might be like, can you do a little tuck, cinch it down there? <laughs> no. Some doctors do. Some doctors do. No, yeah. some doctors do. Mine did not. <laughs> no, some doctors do. And, um, I mean, but, you can always get it later. That's on yes. my wish list. Yeah. No, the plan is, you know, my first year, I'm not going to necessarily be worried about getting physically back into shape and just concentrate on making sure I'm healthy mentally, they're good, we're on some sort of routine, and if I can get back into a physical routine sooner than a year, then that would be great, Mm -hmm. but my first year, I'm just going to concentrate on my mental health, Yeah. and then after that, I'll bring in a physical routine again, Mm -hmm. and then if I'm at where I want to be and I have loose skin, I may get a tummy tuck. I may not. I don't know. I haven't 100% decided. I mean, if I get it, it'll be great. But, like, it's not my number one priority. Yeah. Because, like, I'm still getting dicked down. I don't care. (laughs) Well, and I just... And he doesn't seem to care. I don't necessarily like the look of tummy tucks afterwards. They don't look natural to me. And then I have seen women in person who I know who got a tummy tuck and then gained weight which is fine. But then it, it goes... It doesn't it, look right. It goes different areas. Yeah, exactly. And so... It looks like flat and like almost bloated looking. Yeah. Because it's not coming from your... Now your fat's not sitting in your stomach area. It's sitting on the side. Yeah, like on your ribs. So then you kind of look like... Yeah. A funky hourglass, not like a sexy hourglass. Yeah, and yeah. it just doesn't look right to me. But get your tummy tuck if that's what you want. It yes. makes you happy. Um, but for me, I just, I keep in mind that like, if I yo-yo in weight, Mm -hmm. which I do definitely, I do too. So so that would be an issue for me personally. Yeah. So I, I mean, I talked with Chris about like, if I were to get any of that surgery, cause I'm not opposed to surgery. I've had so many surgeries and I'm having upcoming surgery. Yeah. Um, I basically told him like, I don't think my size is going to change any which way. Right. Unless I'm getting like full on liposuction like, all over my body, it's not going to change. So yeah. if I do a little tweak here and there, my body's not going to change, so I have to make sure that, like, 
I, cause I don't, I don't want to say I struggle with body dysmorphia, but, um, I don't want to give myself body dysmorphia because it's not fun. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to build up confidence in my body for so many years. So like, that's just another thing I'll have to do. Yeah. So like I have to constant, like if I don't change my shape of my body too much, I think it'll be okay for me mentally. Mm-hmm. If I go too drastic, obviously I'll Yeah, well, make because cost. plastic surgery is, it's permanent. And you don't know 100% what you're going to look like years down the line. Exactly, yeah. And that's what's scary. So, you know. And yeah. I'm kind of the same way. Like, during my, I realize now I gave myself body dysmorphia when I was losing all that weight. Because yeah. I look back at pictures and like I was hot, like pre pregnancy. Well, you, you were hot when you were chunky too. Yeah, but I looked really good. All that hard work I put in, I didn't even notice it. Really? That sucks. You looked great. Oh, I looked fucking banging. Yeah. Like, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but like that person just, you know, nine months ago was hot and I thought I was still fat. So it's like... So you didn't realize... I did not realize how great I looked for all that work that I put in. So now that the point of taking the year of not working on my body after being pregnant... It's kind of just healing your brain a little bit. I, that's what I'm hoping will happen and I can respect my body the way that it looks after pregnancy. Yeah. And then if I want to change it, I can, you know? Yeah. I've done it before... I can do it again, but I think I'll be okay if I have a loose stomach. Like, it is well, I mean, it's what part it of, is. It's, it's part of being a, a mom. mom. It's part yeah. of aging. I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, if you're doing anything to make yourself feel a little bit better, go for it. But also, like, a lot of times when we change our bodies so drastically, we're trying to go back out on the streets. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. Like, hit the streets. And it's like, are you going to be doing that, like, anytime soon? No. I'm, well, maybe. I haven't <laughs> had pussy in a while. <laughs> but women are a lot more softer with body, with what your body looks like than men are. Yeah. So the trees that I'll be barking at probably won't care exactly and if then, I have loose skin on top of that I'm getting older and the men that are attracted to me that are relatively my age aren't aging very well either <laughs> so it's kind of like like do I need to be hitting up 20 year olds like come on but you know what it's those 20 year olds that are kind of like I like that mom bod. And then it's the guys like our age that are like, fuck mom bod. I want the 18 year old. Yeah. (laughs) They want the young and tight, almost pedophilic. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Harvey's all about my body the way it is now. And I don't think he cared any which way, any size that you've been. He's still. No, he was still, he still gets boners. He doesn't care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My husband doesn't care either. Yeah. Like, like, the moment if if he says something like, oh, you're not attracted, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Then you can leave. I think there's an, <laughs> a more of a problem than just my body, you know what I yes. mean? So There's the door. Exactly. If you're going to say that to my face, and it's like, I get it, I'm no spring chicken, but motherfucker, you ain't a spring chicken either. Yeah. Like, does your dick really get as hard as it did when you were in, like, your early 20s? No, fool. <laughs> like, get out of here. You're close to ED. 
<laughs> I don't know. I've never. I wasn't with him when he was in his early twenties. How old was he? Oh yeah, that's right. I forget. He's older. Yeah, he's older than me. So, but I mean, it still works. Well, but, yeah, but I'm just saying, if he's gonna say that to your face, oh yeah, hypothetically, which, which he'll <laughs> like, yeah, like hypothetically, which he's never even mentioned. Yeah. All you gotta do is just throw out the erectile dysfunction. Right. Be like, you're coming close, so you could just go. I'll go get some 20-year-old dick right now. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be harder than a rock, which you got. (laughs) Yeah, probably come instantly. But um, anyway. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that's how I'm doing. I'm just ready. Yeah. Just counting the days, the moments. Just uncomfortable. I can't get, like, getting out of bed is so hard. I don't even know why you can get out of bed. Supposedly, I have to do this thing as, like, activity. You only have to do it, like, 20, 25 minutes a day. <laughs> they say to do 20 minutes twice a day. Um, but, like, I don't even know how you can do it with that much, like, belly. I've got, like, 12 pounds in me. Plus fluid. Plus sacks. Plus oh. the extra blood. Plus the extra bloat that I've got. Yeah, it's rough. It's gonna be. It's going to be. It's gonna be tragic. It's. It's pregnancy is awful. It is when you have one in there, and then you get two. Like, what if you had three? That wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Straight up. Straight. Me and Harvey had the discussion that if. It split, and we were going to have more than two, we would start over. <laughs> and I'm sure there's people out there that are like, oh my god, why would you say that? It's true. <laughs> no. He's setting up his appointment for his vasectomy. I don't need no fucking miracles. Like, this is it. You're going to have him get a vasectomy that quickly? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, we can't have kids naturally. What's the point? Oh, do you still have eggs? Uh-huh. Okay. Just in case. No, I we we uh, I told Chris that once she hit like a comfortable age because mm-hmm. you, you never know what happens with babies. Oh like, yeah, no, we've had this conversation. Yeah, babies, you know, everybody ends, all right, but sometimes babies early on, mm-hmm. they you go know, early. They die. So, um yeah, it's tragic, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um and you have to have these conversations and yeah. we did. And if one passed we honestly wouldn't even try for another. We would just have one child. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of... And honestly, we technically can't have kids naturally. But, you know, Mother Earth... Just to be the safe... It's just yeah, to be on the safe zone. Just like, to be... Because you've already... Your your body's already, like, produced children. Even, yeah. Regardless if it was artificial insemination or whatever, yeah. IVF. Like, your body's kind of already well, has have, memory of... We have dual... So what we have dual issues? No, I know you have dual issues. I had singular issues. Yeah. Um, so like, so the first pregnancy was difficult, but the second one was planned. On it, it happened. Yeah. So you never know. You don't, and that's why he's getting a vasectomy because I said, if you want to be coming in this, you have to have that snipped because I'm not going on birth control. I'm not going under the knife. I'm not putting anything hormonal or non-hormonal inside of my body. Yeah. So you either get snipped or you wear a condom for the rest of your life. Like, 
Which one? For real. And he didn't like that with our first conversation because he felt like I was telling him what to do to his body. I was like, welcome to the club. Right. Texas. So. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing a lot of work here. Like double the load. (laughs) Right. And then you want me to fix my body? No. But no, then he came around to it and he is going to go get snipped, which is great. So he's going to plan that. And then we still have embryos for two more years. But that's only if something happens. Yeah, for sure. Because we're not having a third. That's not. That's not. That's not. No. <laughs> You're not doing it. We're not doing it. Yeah. Pregnancy's not for me. And then we just couldn't financially support a third child. Yeah, that's really, that's, it's very true. Like, we wanted a second, but to be honest, we couldn't financially afford. We still can't financially afford two kids. So that's that struggle's real. Yeah. I look at my money and the money that, like, even if I work part-time and Chris works part-time, the money that we make for just the two of us, we would be, like, totally chill. With our house, a car, like, the food that we eat, we could eat out more often. We could go traveling. We could do so many things without these damn kids. I love my kids, by the way. (laughs) Um, Kids are expensive. But they are. It's true. There's a lot that goes... Kids, they're just too damn expensive. Yeah. And we have two coming at the same time. So it's like we were wanting to stagger the finances and have one at a time. But... Yeah, but then the bright side of things is that period where you can breathe will come at the same time. Yes. Whereas I had to breastfeed for three consecutive years. So, like, I had to constantly be breastfeeding. You can do your one year and a half or year or two years that you want to do and then be done completely, which is so nice. Everything is going to move a lot faster than... Because there's, we're not going to have a house full of one-year-old, two-year-old, or one-year-old, three-year-old. You exactly. know, there's no starting that time limit or that time frame over. And just think about all of like the manic things that you do, and just <laughs> knowing that like there's always like a, it's a, the time period of like your bouncies are like so yeah. short. You only have to use your bouncies for like nine months, and then get rid of them, and then they're done. You're yeah. done. It's gone. You don't have to hold on to things hoping that your friends would get pregnant and they don't and then take your stuff, which they don't because they're bougie and they want new things. So you, moving We've on. been friends for like 10 years. How did you not know this about me? Because Like I got a brand new press best print right here. <laughs> because like I also know that you're kind of you take other people's like old cars furniture and stuff like that it's it's whatever period you're in Uh uh-huh you know what i mean it's whatever like crazy (laughs) period vanessa's mind is in that like sometimes you're thrifty and sometimes you're just like only want second hand because you want to save money and Uh then sometimes you're like super bougie like (laughs) nothing can be like you like you you've somehow got expensive taste all of a sudden Uh uh-huh that sounds about right yeah so it's like your shoes like you have the cheap ugly ass shoes (laughs) and then you have like some really expensive shoes like all of a sudden you're like i just felt like (laughs) expensive and now i like being expensive (laughs) for like a year ball gown (laughs) yeah and then it stops Uh uh-huh pretty much yeah and now it's even, like, worse because Harvey had to have, like, a serious talk with me with my hoarding issue 
and before we moved into this house and he's like you can't like you can't keep doing like you can't because like it was really bad at the other house well you were thrifting everything well and taking people's shit that i never even fucking used yes and so my garage was top to bottom full when i decluttered that house yeah and like just tossed everything see chris is the same fucking way Like, obviously, I've been um, on more of a manic... Because I lost my birth certificate, and I can't find it. So, like, I had to go through, like, all my paperwork. Because I swear I had it out. And I went through all of... All of our important paperwork is just, like, scattered. It's everywhere. Not, like, condensed into one area where mm-hmm. you could safely get it out if there was a fire. You know what I mean? And, like, he just has, like, receipts that he has to hold on to for a couple months just in case. <laughs> It's because of his job. So, like, as a bartender, you have to hold on to your bank receipts. Grocery store receipts. He has those fucking two. So, like, in the back of our, like, tiny closet, we have a very tiny closet, which he takes up most of our closet. Um, The corner on top of a dresser is just, like, stacked all the way up with, like, receipts. From being a bartender. And I'm like, okay, listen, you're supposed to hold on to it for a certain amount of time just in case, like, money goes missing. You have that receipt of when you turn in your bank. Mm -hmm. Or you have receipts of, like, you know, the drinks that you made that day or the money that you accumulated that day. So, like, you have to hold on to them, but you don't have to hold on to them for two, three years. Right? Oh, my God. And, like, he has, like, random boxes of just, like, junk. Like, cards, phone numbers. Like, he gets phone numbers from people at work or, like, people that, like, he chit-chatted with. Yeah. And it's, like... Just toss those. Do you like, really, like... who do you know in Tennessee that has a window-tinting business? Like, <laughs> why do you need this card with away. a window-tinting business on it from a guy from Tennessee? Like, oh, in case you ever go to Tennessee, hit him <laughs> up? How long ago did you get this card? These are drunk people. It's very hard to make, like friends that you're not going to continuously talk to like you don't no. have facebook like that's not how it works bruh like no. throw that shit out but he, i don't know he's a fucking hoarder and i understand yeah so that's where i'm at i feel that yeah i feel that like we just cleaned out our hallway closet and organized it so that we can like hang our diaper bag in there and like mm-hmm. actually utilize it yeah let me just say, like, how embarrassing, but it was almost mostly trash. Like, like, trash? Yeah, we've only been in this house for, like, a year, <laughs> and that closet was just full of trash. I'm like, how did this even happen? Like, what kind of people are we that we just had a closet full of trash? And so now it's all organized. We have a nice shoe rack in there that we're going to keep all of our shoes at. Total hack, like, that I saw on TikTok. She's like, we don't keep our shoes upstairs. I hate keeping our shoes upstairs because we have carpet upstairs. So all of our shoes live down here in our hall closet in this cubby that that's where our shoes go. All my shoes are downstairs. All the kids' shoes are downstairs. Chris keeps his nice shoes upstairs. But the thing is is that he still walks in those shoes. And he takes them off to take them upstairs. But they're still dirty shoes in a clean closet upstairs regardless if you're stomping on the carpet. And then he takes it downstairs. So, like, we have a hall closet that 
I need to put another shoe rack in because I have like a shoe, a hanging shoe thing. Uh-huh. And, you know, it gets cluttered. And so you have to reorganize it every once in a while. But I'm the only one who does it. So, like, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I'm getting pissed. <laughs> yeah. No, we just have the dump method. So there is no necessarily any organization to it. We just throw ours in there. Exactly. And, like, I've showed you this lady's channel before. And she just, like, takes what you think you need to do for cleaning and, like, flips it on its head. Yeah. And, like, I love it. Like, why do we need to organize a fucking shoe rack? You don't. You don't. And I don't think you have to, and I don't think it's necessary to have a shoe rack, but I do think it's more purposeful to have shoes all in one area. Yeah. And where it's going to dirty your house the least. And that's well, obviously going to be that. downstairs. It's not even just that, but how many people go all the way upstairs to take their shoes off? My fucking husband. Okay, well, your husband's weird. Yeah, he's weird. He takes them off downstairs, and then he takes them upstairs, and it's just like... But see, that's my point. He takes them off downstairs. So people usually take their shoes off downstairs. So why bring them upstairs, unless you're weird, like your husband? Yeah, right. Most people will just leave it in front of the door, on a shoe rack there, or don't have a shoe rack, or you have kids, and they just fly everywhere. Well, that's how our house is, too. So... But... You don't have to go upstairs to put their shoes away now. Yeah. They're downstairs in a shoe rack. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. But anyway, so how was your how was your work life? Oh, it's leveling out. So <laughs> my weeks have been so busy and I've literally like it's leveled out, which I really enjoy. Um I even had a chance to like deep clean my walls on last Tuesday because I had I don't want to say it was a no call I had a cancellation because somebody's mother got sick and it was a big ass dog so it took up like two three spots Mm -hmm. so I only have three dogs on Tuesday and they were little nice one happened to be a bath so it went by so smooth I deep cleaned the walls I did full eight hours even though I didn't have to but I got some deep cleaning done so when you deep... Oh, no, she goes off of what's in the computer. That's right. Never mind. What do you mean? Because uh, I remember you had mentioned, like, how... Like, do you tell her if you're cleaning because you only get paid the hourly when you clean? Well, okay. So the thing is, though, she really doesn't care if I'm there longer, if I have to be. Mm-hmm. But it's like I do give her a heads up because sometimes, like, if if I were a boss and somebody was, like, there and I they, did, they weren't grooming and, like, I could probably, like... If they don't need to be there, I'd probably send them home. Yeah. Like, personally, I would. Yeah. So, like, I gave her a heads up, like, hey, I have a really slow day. Um, I'm going to just do some deep cleaning if that's cool. So, I'm not getting commission. I am getting much smaller of an hourly pay. Yeah. But I'm getting $12 and twelve fifty an hour to just kind of, like, do very... Um, and it's better than not getting paid. Exactly. So, I'm just doing very little labor. Um, and cleaning is, like so hard to get to when you have a busy schedule yeah you can just do the basics but the deep cleaning really falls by the wayside and like i mean my room's so small and tiny that and i blow off my dogs because um i have to i don't like to blow off dogs i really don't i like to just do everything in the bath but i had been getting a couple of dogs that were just so compact that i needed a high velocity blow dryer to loosen everything up oh that's what you mean yeah so i like, thought you were like after the grooming i was like i'm so confused no no, no after the grooming is oh, fine okay. but like i have 
I had like this massive husky and she was an angel and then her brother came in the next week and I have this um, English sheepdog that is just god awful but they always carry so much dander but their hair is so compact like I wouldn't I wouldn't have even on full pressure I wouldn't be able to like skim it with the water and the tubs drain I feel really bad taking the drain out because I know what it's doing to the pipes if the yeah. hair goes down the drain like I know so I don't do that so I have to blow off the dogs which I don't like doing but I do it yeah um but like you could run your hands across Ugh. my walls and your hand will be completely white from dander yeah like it was falling off so I dry brushed the walls just to get the biggest chunks off. And then I just used Fabulosa or a Simple Green on the walls just to get it the rest of it. Yeah. So I got that done, which was nice. And and so for the past two weeks, it's been like four to five dogs a day. Ooh, that's like It's been primo. so nice. And if I have a big dog or I double up on big dogs, like... Not next week, but the week after. I have a giant chow and I have a husky. I'm just doing those dogs that day. Yeah. So, like, I am doubling up my big dogs because I'm starting to understand my body with the labor. Yeah. Like, I know next day I don't have any dogs. So, okay, I won't. Or the next day is my day off. So, I'm not going to. I can do a big dog. Yeah. I'll suffer a little bit. Take a pain pill when I come home. Is this the new tri- new new chow? No, it's the same big giant chow that I always do. If you guys follow me on TikTok, you can see he's like the first TikTok I posted. His name yeah. is Teddy. He but at least is, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, he's massive. I, do, I see him like two to three times a year, so he comes in destroyed. Oh my but God. it's a $180 dog bath. So, I mean, I do trim him up. But I make him look good. Yeah. You know, so... It is what it is. So it's been very mellow, very chill. It's leveling out. It's not as chaotic as um, it has been. Um, I'm expecting the worst for the holidays. So we implemented a deposit only one week before each holiday coming up. So for Thanksgiving, if you're not already pre-scheduled, you have to deposit $50. Nice. Yeah, so it's pretty much you have to pay for the entire groom. Um, and that's the same thing for the one week before, um, Christmas, Christmas, cause Christmas is falling on a Saturday this year. Oh yeah. So, which I generally work on Saturdays and that Friday I do work. So I'm going to move all my Saturday, my pre-scheduled Saturday dogs to the night before. So I'm going to, I'm going to work pretty much all of December. It looks like I'm going to pretty much work all Even of December. Even Christmas Eve? Yeah. Because I'm going to be gone for six weeks, starting January 4th. Eh, eh. So I'm just going to get them all in because I know they're all going to want to come in, get the dogs done because they're not going to see me for eight weeks. So. Yeah. I personally don't give a shit. (laughs) No, I know. About their needs. I don't. But, like, I get it. You're a good... You're a good groomer that I, cares about I don't, her clients. I don't, and it's not even that. I just don't care about Christmas too much. I, hate I know you Christmas, yeah. um, and I don't care about Thanksgiving because yeah. colonizers, whatever. I don't like feasts with my family. Um, <laughs> so, like, it's not, those holidays are just not a big thing for me. Yeah. They are for the kids, and I can definitely just 
not care and let them have fun at my mom's house or yeah. my sister's house. I love like, holidays. I make it as special as I need to make it based on it. They're, they're kids. They don't, yeah. you just make it a little bit special for them. It's like the whole world is like, just like exploded with joy. And my husband's the worst. He hates holidays much more than me. So like, he doesn't do anything. I, he's just such a Scrooge. Like for the next three months, I'm probably going to like try to kill him. His birthday's tomorrow, by the way. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm going to work. So it's been leveling out. It's been pretty good. So I think I had mentioned the last time we talked about I had interviews, two yeah. interviews coming up. Well, <laughs> one didn't show up for her interview, and my owner canceled the other one. And basically she's like, yeah, the red flag was just too much. And it was, it was probably, like I said, what I thought was a red flag and she didn't understand the red flag. And she's like, no, it, I think this is a good thing. Like her being a manager is sounds good. And I'm like, no, if you look at it, she may have been a manager, but she's bouncing back and forth through this field. So she's not, this is kind of a fallback. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with this being a, like your fallback trade like if you ever if you can't figure something out you can fall, always fall back onto it there's nothing wrong with that but that just means like i have an issue with like are you dedicated to the craft because we're trying to build a certain reputation yeah and i like my money is based off that reputation so if we're trying to keep that that same reputation like if i just have like a mom and pop shop you got that much experience? Heck yes, I take you in. I don't have that reputation. I'm charging $45, $50 a dog. Like, you're coming in and you're leaving with a sh- like a 7 all over shaved down. You mean like a chop shop? I wouldn't say a chop shop, but just like, you know, you've been in the field for a while. You've been doing this. You're kind of just doing the same haircuts over and over and over again. And it's not like... I would, I would never say it would be bad quality. It's just not like... Like, you're, the dog's looking so, like, incre- like unique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no unique quality to that. And the owner wants, like, for pet grooming standards to be high-quality pet grooming standards. Like, we're not, we're not grooming show dogs for sure, but... No, like, but you guys do do the unique styles. Yes, and that's what she wants to keep up with. So, yeah. this, I don't think that person would be a good fit. Yeah, she and just doesn't fit the dynamics of your guys' salon. I don't think so, no. Uh, I think she'd be great anywhere else, and she'd probably find a job so easily, but yeah. I just don't think so. And the other person never showed up, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I can't believe that. Like, why? 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 Because, I mean, they have... Like, to be honest, like, I don't, I don't know how to tell the owner or... I think I have mentioned it. They have so many options out here. Everybody's giving and dropping bonuses. And everybody, like, we just got the Petco mobile set up right now. and they're doing big bonuses for that. Sign-on bonuses. Like, they're doing huge sign-in bonuses. That's instant benefits. You're going to get benefits. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm curious to see, because when I first started in the industry, they were selling their vans that they had originally because 
this isn't the first trial for them with going yeah. mobile for Petco. Yeah. So I'm curious with them dropping brand new monies on yeah. uh, wagon tail vans, how long this is going to last. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I don't know. They also are trying to revamp their style too, especially their education. So they have that big um, thing going on with um, the some of the master groomers in our industry. That's Petco. No, it's PetSmart. No, that's Petco. No, he's working with PetSmart. It's Petco. No, it's PetSmart. Are you sure? 100%. I, I think it's Petco. It's PetSmart. <laughs> Blake is working with PetSmart. I'll Google it later. <laughs> but whatever. Like, they're, they're, they're not... They're obviously constantly competing as far as education-wise and, like, trying to restyle their grooming or their, you know... They're constantly competing as far as industry-wise. Like, who has the better what, right? Because they're, they're constantly competing well, with each other because they, they usually just... I think in this case, Petsmart's winning. Well, I think so if the, if it's considered education. They were winning in the beginning when they first started because they were sending their groomers to Nash Academy. Yes. And then um, they stopped sending the groomers and they just started sending like like one groomer to teach all of the other trainers mm-hmm. and then the trainers. It was stupid. That's when they started going downhill. Yes. And then, but if we're talking about like now, um, between the wagon tails and then having... You know, Blake, I think, working on education before expanding is a better start. Yeah, I think working on education is very important. Yeah. So i got to look this up. I'm telling you, it's 100%. I think it's Petco. It's not Petco. 100. He's posted it on his page before. Yeah, he made a big announcement about it. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, so the like it's been chill. Um, she's gonna start. Somebody else reached out. It's always and she doesn't actually. Um, my oh, the owner doesn't actually advertise for anybody. It's just these are people who are coming to us to try to work for with us, and then it just falls through. And I it's wonder weird. how they like find you. They just call her. They just call her and say, "Hey, are you guys hiring?" Interesting. That's it. And then she says, send in a resume and portfolio. And that's it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So now she's going to start formally advertising about next week so that way we can get somebody in. While oh, I'm she's going to start formally? Yeah, because we, cause if I'm going to be gone for six weeks, she needs somebody there. Yeah. But ugh, that makes me nervous because you won't have possibly, depending on how fast you guys actually hire, get them trained. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're still new. And then now you're gone. Who's the, f- like, the face? She's not hiring anybody that she needs to train. No, I know. Oh. But I'm talking about now you're the face. You're the face of her, com- like, grooming company. Yeah. And then now you're gone. And, like, it's their free will now. And it, like, I'd be so scared that this person would ruin the reputation. I am justly terrified of it because i've already said before like i am at all of our reputation like any alkalades industry whatever the dog park business whatever in our in our area 
it's just me. Yeah. I am the one doing it all. Yeah. So, like, to my horn, hee hee ha ha, um, if somebody comes in and destroys that, that's, like... It's not. It's still not on me because I'm not the owner. No, it's not on but you. But if that happens and there's damage control, I think I might just peace out because yeah. I'm. I, I can't. I don't know if I could deal with the stress of uh, repairing something because I already helped build something and then it just got torn down. And it's yeah. It just gets it gets torn down and. I think at that point, I'd be like, all right, deuces, I gotta do my own thing again and just see how it goes. But then again, it's like... It's PetSmart. I had to find it. It's PetSmart. Okay. <laughs> how to do an exclusive Asian Fusion head demo for the PetSmart educators. It's PetSmart. Okay. Good for PetSmart. <laughs> just shut your face. <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot it and send it to you. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> so, <Okay>. like... <laughs> Okay, so there's something interesting I want to talk about that I have been... <sighs> for some reason, it seems to approach me, and I don't know how to deal with it. I keep constantly saying no to the whole situation. But I've had a lot of people approach me saying that they basically want to invest into grooming. Mm-hmm. And... who's Who is it? Like, contact. I've had... Three of my clients. Don't do it. I already said don't. I already said no to it. I've already has one lady wants to get set up with a, a mobile van. Another one reached out for me to be a partner with another groomer that I've never even met. And I've never even met the lady. Yeah. Right? And I said, no, it's not a good idea. And I was a little bit more saucy with that person because I was like, no, you don't you don't see investment in labor like that. Like, you don't see return on investment in labor like that. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another one of my clients is always saying, like, hey, like, if you if you need mm-hmm. anything. And I'm like... <sighs> I've had... When I was doing my business thing um, in the beginning, I had several clients ask the same thing. Do you need an investor? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Let's do this. And... I was going off of the example of what happened with our old employer, and she had a client investor. Did and, she? Yes, she did. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. And it did not go so well. And so she ended up telling the client, no, thank you. She was the one that had, like, the four schnauzers, the Hispanic lady. She's okay. really pretty. Um, she was an investor in the beginning, like, the very, very beginning, and she said it just was not going well because she's not in the pet industry. And then she just wanted free grooms and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll just pay a couple years worth of free grooms in that sense. She wanted free grooms. She wanted a return on her investment, of course. Yeah. Um, but it, she just was not listening to the, you know, the owner, like the, the groomer. Yeah. You know, and so it just was not very good. And I think, I don't think she kept her as a groomer anymore either. But, yeah, so it kind of went sour. And then, too, just, like, doing my research, silent investors aren't usually actually silent. So they always want, like, some sort of say. Unless they're, like, an actual big-time investor who and which who 
at a like but big then you, time then, is going to want But then at that point you're just you're working for another person. You would yeah, essentially. Yeah. Maybe getting a shared profit at that point. Yeah, it's kind of like a partnership, but it's kind of not like a partnership. They're the money, you're the muscle. Yeah, kind of. But Depending then, on how much they're investing. Yeah. So they could be a 50-50 partner, say you didn't have the other 50%, so they invest the 50, or maybe they're investing more into the business than you are, so then technically they would have like a higher say because they've invested more into your company than you have. So I just That just like, doesn't sound, it just, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound lucrative to anybody involved. No. It, 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 people, when they keep offering it to me, I keep saying no because I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm like, thank you very much, but no, I'm okay. Like, I, I kind of just tell them, like, no, I'm okay where I'm at. And yeah. when I've had to go into details, I'm like, it's not a good idea. It's not. Um, you're not going to get the return on investment that you think you are, and I'm just working for you. Yeah. Because I'm essentially the muscle. Like, even if I'm getting any sort of profit, and if it's a shared profit yeah. with the paycheck, it's still, you're not getting the return that you think you're going to get. Well, especially if it's just one person. Like, yeah. if they were investing maybe into a full-on salon with, like, a bunch of groomers, sure, they might they probably will get a great return on their investment, depending on how much they put into it. Yeah. But if they're the person that is not having the actual dream of owning that salon in the future, it's not worth it for you, the dreamer. Yeah. Because you have to pay someone. You have to kind of answer to someone, you know, because you have to tell them how it's going. Yeah. And we need more of this, and they're in it for the money. So they're like, well, we can't help you with that, you know, financially. Like, yeah, it's just too much. Yeah. And people who actually kind of go into those situations always give me a red flag. Like, I remember a lady I worked with for a little while, she left the state because she had... Well, one, she had an investor to open mm-hmm. up another salon, which fell through. And then she had another partner or whatever to start something up in another state. Yeah. I don't know how it went, but I just, like, know that person's mentality. And, like, like they're just trying to skate by no matter what. Yeah. Um, so. If they want to invest in something, do a franchise. That's what I would tell them. Yeah. Like, there's franchises. I think what would be, like, I like that model that we were explained when we, somebody was explaining it, and I think a groomer or um, a salon in California does it, or it was either in California or Washington, Um, but it's basically um, employee owned. So, you all own it. So, like, everybody owns it. And I think I like that idea because it's all profit sharing and it's all, all the labor is contributed. I'm such a commie when it comes to these things, but it's like everybody contributes. Profits. Yeah. Everybody contributes. You all take what you, what you put in. Yeah. Right. So, um, I like that idea, but when it comes to like, um, solace salons where everybody. No, because that's, everybody's their own boss. And that's renting out. And I like that idea as well, especially if I want to be more silent about things, um, which I think is an amazing idea to have everybody's own little individual salon that you walk into it. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cute. Yeah. If a solo salon goes out of business, I'm snagging that bitch up. You know, I always think about that too. And I, We'll go in. We'll snag that bitch up and uh-huh. rent it out 
everybody's their own business. We have no say in how they uh-uh. run their business. It means nothing to us. It's not going to take away from our name, reputation, no. or anything like that. We nothing. just maintain AC in the building. That's it. Yep. Yep. Everybody gets their own room. Mm-hmm. They have their own business name, their own license, their own yep. insurance, their own prices. They like, just have to show it and pay us rent. I am 100% to be uh, for that being a landlord. There is a grooming, not grooming salon, but like facility like that mm-hmm. um, in a, I can't remember what state, and it looks so cool. Like it's nothing fancy. It's just a building with fucking rooms in it. Yeah, that's exactly, if I were to do that or if an office building that had cubicles or like extra rooms, yeah. Um, the most expensive thing would be the water hookups mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, those are expensive. And you can you can make the rooms how you want them. You can do a cheaper room that they have to go to a bathing area with the dog, or you can make more private rooms where they have the bathing in there, so they just pay higher rent. Like yeah. you can do so many cool things with that with that idea. Guys, don't steal our fucking idea. We're <laughs> right. trying to get rich, right? Well, they can just do it in your own fucking state, not in to, Vegas. Don't come to Vegas, <laughs> right? So, like, if a sola salon goes out of business, I'm snagging that shit up yeah. right away. But because that's just, like, easy money. That is easy money, and it's less heartache, and you can have your own room and just mm-hmm. do your own thing if you want to, and it's your own rules. Well, and what I like about Solace, too, is they have, like, the key shared cards. rooms. So, you, like, these groomers, if you want a cheaper room, mm-hmm. you can share a room with someone, yep. but you have to share the tub because there's only one water hookup. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or you can have your private room, and they have smaller private rooms, or they have larger private rooms. Yes, exactly. So, it's like... All the rent is different. Yeah. And so... Uh, For so sure. Cool. If I see one drop... There's one I'm eyeballing, actually. I'm not gonna... I'm gonna tell you about it later. Because <laughs> <laughs> if anybody listens from Vegas, I don't want them snagging it up. Because I think it's gonna go. Because it's in such a weird location. Yeah. But even so, like... Condensing a whole bunch of groomers there, people are gonna go. Yeah. And it's, it's still nice on the inside. It's yeah. It's really cool. But anyway, there's that. One of my dreams obviously um less work for everything Mm -hmm. and then there's my commie dream where everybody contributes to everything it's profit sharing and it's um employee owned like winco yeah they buy into shares or they're given shares or something like that yeah so like your paycheck and all of your thing reflects the income and everybody's responsible for that i like that idea and i i definitely would think about that because you still can work the way you want to work. It's just, you know. Yeah. We all have to work on the same page as far as, like, days, hours, you know. Yeah. And I am I work well with people, so that's never going to be an issue. But that whole solo thing is, like, the dream. That's where it's at. I think about that all the time. Me too. Like. You have no idea. Because I remember you saying, like, why don't I just rent out a solo salon, like, years ago, like, four years ago. You told yeah. me about that. And then I went into a solo salon. I'm like, I need one of these bitches. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will sell everything I own, and I will buy a solo salon. Yeah. Because, like. It's so, now it would be so easy for a groomer to just go out on their own. Yeah. And it's cheap. I, we, girl, you don't want to pay, you don't want to pay $3,000 a month for rent. Like well, when so, you can pay for like $1,000 a month. I was going to say. It's, you, it's less cleanup. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you know, you're only paying $1,000. Well, because we're not paying to put a tub in there. We're just paying for the water and to have a water hookup. 
they have to provide their own tub unless they're doing the shared rooms then i would say okay if they're doing a shared rooms then we should invest in tubs but they have then that's like a little extra padded rent for the exactly tub. but in the private rooms um my hairstylist that was working at the solo salon uh-huh. she had to provide everything her table, her chair, yep. her sink for her hair, uh-huh. store like shelving and all that stuff. She said in her contract when she had to move everything out, she has to clean the room. So so she had to fill the holes and repaint. Yep. And you know, it had to be perfect or else she was gonna get charged. So basically just like an apartment. Yeah. So So this particular solo salon that I'm looking at has also nail rooms and stuff like that, so they don't have water hookups. So you can also do dog training and uh-huh. obedience and like people can like do like Different dog stuff. therapy and massage. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it doesn't have to they be can just have their for own grooming. Cat. Yeah, it could be cat grooming and yeah, they can do whatever. Like it but, could be anything pet related. Exactly. Somebody wants to set up their own little retail cookie boutique. In there. In there. We got That's it. That's genius. Like having a cookie boutique because not only are the clients going to be buying it, but possibly mm-hmm. the groomers are going to be mm-hmm. buying it to sell yep. in their salons. Yep. So then they're getting... It's everything. Everybody's their own boss. Everybody does what they want. And they have... and collars and clothes. Yeah. And everything is key card or key card or... Um, uh, coded. Yeah. So it's kind of like how you have a code on your door and I have to put my particular code to get in. Yeah. They're all coded. So like you can, it's easy security too. So like no dogs jumping out. Yeah. Running out and escaping. Yeah. Because it's a, an entire building. So to go in and out, it's two doors, one in the back of the building, one in the front of the mm-hmm. building. So if a dog does inevitably get loose. Yeah. Then- and they just have it. So that way they like don't steal each other's shit. But it yeah. makes extra security for us because, you know, to keep the dog safe and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, fuck yeah. Like, I'll, t- I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you this one. But um, that's such a... Like, I was just thinking, like, grooming. But no, it opens the doors for a lot. Because not all of those rooms have hookups. Yeah. And some of them are just for, like, nail salons and... Even if it did have a water hookup, it doesn't matter. Like, we're yeah. still getting the rent. Yeah. So... Yeah. And, like, you know, not everybody can do mobile. I think about it all the time. <laughs> I know for a fact I can't do it. Yeah. I got a brand new car. I already fucked it up. I would run things over. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not good at driving. I'm not good at backing up. I'm not good. I'm not good at being in a vehicle. It stresses me out too much. It stresses me out, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I know, like... A trailer or even a van. Like, a van would probably be the best bet for me. Yeah. But it's just... I don't think it's for me. I think salon is for me. It's just a little bit easier on me in a salon than in a mobile unit. I just like the freedom of a mobile unit of, you know, basically you just pay what you need to pay for whatever repairs you need. And you can go anywhere you want and it's more convenient for the other person. But, like, you can get people to come into a salon based on experience. So, like... Mm -hmm. That's not our problem if we own a solo salon for dog grooming. Well, no. They have to advertise. They have to do it themselves. Exactly. And, like, if you're thinking, well, how could these groomers or other trainers succeed? It's, like, the same question is how many, how do the hairstylists succeed? 
Exactly. That are all compacted in these salons. Exactly. And the massage therapists and, you know, because when I was going to my hairstylist in these types of setups, there were like 10 hairstylists on my way to her private, like, area. Exactly. So it's all about your advertising. Mm-hmm. The way it is now. Dude, we can start a whole business and, like, if people want, like, us to help market them, because we know people in marketing and stuff like that, that's just charge them more in rent. Yeah. And they are getting, like, this particular amount of marketing. Uh-huh. Social media marketing. Yep. No, I think it's a great idea. Oh, my God. We're geniuses. Yeah. So, work slow down. It's been good. We are geniuses. Don't steal our idea in Vegas. I'm going to call a real estate agent once I pay off this one bill. Uh, (laughs) Once I pay off this one debt, we're in. Right? It's going to happen. So, anyway, I want to chit-chat about shears. Hold on. What? We forgot something. What did we forget? Did you do anything fun this week? Oh, so let's talk about the fun stuff we did this week. It was so fun. Um, Vanessa was, okay, so she needs help with everything right now because she's a giant little house hippo. And I was like, yeah, no problem, anything um, for tacos, which I didn't get tacos, by the way. Um, and she was like, can you help me clean out my trailer? So let me picture, let me paint this scenario that she painted for me. She hasn't cleaned out her trailer since before she went on um, maternity leave. And what I mean by clean is, like, she's always keeping it, like, well vacuumed and, like, pretty tidy as far as, like, organized. So when you go in or when you're thinking of going into her trailer, you're thinking, like, it's going to be well organized and tidy. It's probably going to be easy cleanup. But she made it sound like things were going to be, like, reeking of molds. And there's going to be human and dog feces probably in there that have been stanking it up for four months. And I'm like, fuck. And then I'm thinking about, like, her gray water tank and how it's just been sitting there and hasn't been, like, released. Or the water's just been stagnant, so it's probably going to have, like, a smell to it. So I'm thinking it's going to be rough. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, great. So me and my husband were talking about it, like, the night before. I'm like, yeah, Vanessa said she needs some help, so I'm going to go over the next day to help her. And he's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, like, oh, yeah, it's, I'm going to help her clean out her trailer because she hasn't cleaned it in a while. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, she hasn't cleaned anything in a while. And no. so he's like, oh, that's going to be rough. Make sure you wear gloves and, like, a mask because <laughs> you're probably it's probably going to stink because the trailer's small. So we get there, uh, I get here, and Vanessa's like, okay, getting ready, and she opens it up, and it was stale smelling, and when she opened it up, it was completely fine. Like, it was just that first waff of, like, stale dog trailer just hit me, and I was like, oh, that does stink, but then it just went away. Yeah. Completely. And, like, the first thing I checked was my trash can, because I recall taking a massive shit. (laughs) <laughs> the last day of my work. Yeah. And so... And you don't remember whether or not you emptied I, it Yeah. Out. And so I've been, like, stressing and choosing avoidance on cleaning my trailer. And so... Because in my mind, I explode every... Like, I embellish everything. Like, everything. So, like, everything. a piece of hair on the floor, to me, is, like, a blown-out husky. 
Yeah. You know? And so, like, for months, I've been avoiding cleaning the trailer, opening it up, like, to the point where my poor chihuahua's nails are so long because I was avoiding my trailer because <laughs> I didn't want to go in there. And so we open it, and I was like, holy shit, it's actually not that bad in here. No, it was pretty, like, I helped her with um, pretty much everything. She's She wanted everything to be taken off so she can individually vacuum each bottle so like there's no remnants of hair yeah that's usually how i like deep Mm -hmm. like we did a deep clean on the trailer oh but really quick there was no poop in the trash can because i emptied it yeah and the smell was probably from the towels and she took the towels out and this trailer smelled fine yeah so there was no smell there wasn't it was clean it was fairly clean for letting it sit there so like i'm just an exaggerator Exactly. <laughs> there was I, hair on the floor, but it wasn't bad. No. I, there's always going to be hair on the floor. There's always yeah. going to be hair in a grooming trailer, for sure. Um, and, you know, the walls were dirty, and we cleaned them, and that was yeah. that. The tub was... I mean, it still took, like, three hours, because we take everything down. We wipe every piece that is in the trailer. It yeah. doesn't matter how minute it is. That's how I clean my trailer. Is if I'm going to clean it, I'm going to clean every crevice. Like, we were wiping down the electronics that she has in there with, like, <laughs> alcohol and, like, disinfecting things. Like, spraying yeah. things with, like, disinfectant. Just some, you know, just, even if it needed it, it's just, like, just to do it. So, that way it's prepared. Yeah. Um, I think the grossest thing was, like, the grates from the yeah. tub. Because it it's moldy and mildewy from soap and soap scum. And, you know, we didn't have certain supplies. I forgot the girls were here. That freaked me out. Yeah, we didn't have, like, bleach or... No, because I don't use bleach in my trailer. Or, like, scrub trust. Yeah, which is fine, but, like, for that situation, we kind of needed it, but... Like, I usually use different cleaners, but I refuse to buy anything. Yeah. So... And, like, we didn't have any scrub brushes, either. Oh, I never use scrub brushes. I know, but we needed it for that particular thing. You know, I noticed that I started getting more soap scum... On my grates because of frothing. I used to get a lot of soap scum on my grates. I froth every day, but, like, I scrub my grates. Yeah. No, I don't clean every day like that. Yeah. I scrub them. Whenever I have, like, a big dog, I'll just scrub them and, like, I shoot them up pretty pretty good. Like, I shoot everything off of it. It's different when you're mobile because you have a minimum amount of water. So I can't be doing that. And you don't have any water pressure either. No. Oh, yeah. It was... Wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. It was interesting. Yeah. I was expecting it to be much worse than what it was. And I was expecting to throw up. (laughs) Because I know you've been puking over everything. Yeah. Like, you were puking over a smoothie in your car that exploded in your car. Oh, my God. So I'm thinking, like, if you even just smelt shit, even if it's your shit. I would have thrown up in that situation regardless. I've always had, like... A thing with um, mucusy texture. Yeah. And so, like, I just remember this one time was I was working at PetSmart, and I think I was a bather at the time, and there was this huge blowout in the kennel, and I walk back there, I start smelling it, and I just see the texture. And like it's like the oily diarrhea shit. It's not necessarily oily. It's mucusy. Like yeah, you you could pull it apart 
You're making my stomach turn. And it's just like mucus. Oh my God. And so I'm trying to, you know, be nice and clean this kennel. And I'm trying to pick up the poop and it's falling. And it's mucusy. So that's happened to me at PetSmart too. And it, like, I can't, you see me, I gag over everything. Oh, I was verb, like, just gagging. Yeah. And they could hear me out front. Yeah. They had to come and tell me to stop. Because they had clients. Yeah. And they're like, don't clean it. We'll clean it. And I was like, okay. It was so gross. I've gotten so, I like, in those situations, I've done the whole, like, just pounding it down the drain. Just, like, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there and, like, scoop it into, like, poop bags and then throw it in the trash and then clean it. Yeah. Just take the squeegee and just shove it down the drain. Yep. It's, I would never do that to myself. But that's PetSmart strain, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know? like that's how I, know I started how... cleaning them, too. I know. <laughs> you like just I... spray out the kennel and let the shit, like, Like, come when out. they throw up and stuff like that. It's not my drain. No. I know how bad it is for the drain, but... Yeah, just rinse it out and squeegee it into the drain and then stomp it in. Waffle stomping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. It's so foul. But it's either that or gagging. Yeah. So, but yeah. So no, it wasn't too bad. That was that's an update on my trailer. It's officially clean now. Yeah, all of her old uh, shampoos are gone and all mm-hmm. dumped out. Like her tubs all scrubbed and shiny. Yeah. Everything looks brand new. Mm-hmm. I take pretty good care of it. No, I know you do. Things are falling apart in it. I'm so irritated. But the things that are falling apart are literally structural things that, like, it's not your fault. No. It's all shit that I got scammed and paid for. Yes. Yes. It's all cosmetic. It's not actually the frame. So. Exactly. It's just I paid for the wrong person to fix my trailer and make it look pretty. They made it look ugly. And now it's falling apart. Well, now you even said next time you do anything with it, you're going to waterproof everything. No, that's if I, like, completely strip it out. I'll have to keep it the way that it is. Oh. Um, because I'd have to do structural stuff to it. Like, if I were to redo an entire trailer, yeah. that's what I would do. Oh. Um, but with this, I'd have to completely take the tub out, redo, like, the tub area, mm-hmm. make it different. Yeah. And then just, I'd have to redo way too much shit in the trailer to make it worth it. So this will just be putting it a different style of um molding and repaint that's pretty much all i'm gonna do yeah so but that's just doing it but anyways how's iga you're such a bitch (laughs) i said i wasn't gonna say anything i thought you were that's why i said said it wasn't because i haven't done anything i just looked at the checklist i haven't done any brought it up no okay so i said i swear that was part of our list of conversations i know and i said i'll talk about it next week when i have time to like go like read about it well then talk about your shears I don't have any shears. No, you said you wanted to talk about shears and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So, like, okay. So, if I wanted uh, to chat about uh, Foxy Roxy shears and um, the, what is it called? What? What is it called? The box? Foxy Roxy Scissor of the Month Club? Oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about because um, I'm not really, like... I'm always trying new shears and I'm always yeah. buying new shears and stuff like that. 
And if it's like a, if I'm getting like a new shear every month, I think that would probably be okay for me, like in my soul. So I just wanted to like put it out there. I've never tried Scissor of the Month Club, guys. Yeah, and I just wanted to know like if you can kind of interact with us a little bit and just let us know if you have or yeah. if you have any opinions on it. Just like DMS or whatever because yeah. I kind of want to know. Slide into the DMs. And a huge shout out. Yeah. An ambassador for Foxy Roxy. Uh, yeah. Miss. So because I was looking, I wasn't <laughs> looking at necessarily scissor of the month club i was looking at new shares and then i am never on facebook so i popped on facebook and ciara all right if you guys are familiar with her has her own brand of shears through foxy roxy Mm -hmm. and they're called culture and she's a listener of ours also yeah so i was uh culture yeah so i was like okay um I was going to go check those out. So I just got paid. So it's going to be a minute. But yeah. So <laughs> um, she's like, at some point, I'll be able to try them. At some point. I wonder if he'll put them in um, the box. See, that's what I want to know. If like any of the cool new things pop up. Um, if the cool, because they're brand new. So I'm wondering if the brand new ones. Yeah, she just debuted them like either within this week or last week. Yeah. I'm actually looking for the debut, and I don't have it. She popped it on. but She's um, on, um, are you with I'm not mixed, on the, I'm on hers, but I'm mixed not. Mixed Clips. Huh? That's her, that's her side name, is Mixed Clips. I'm pretty positive. Yeah. M-I-X-X. Yeah, underscore clips with a Z. Well, I'm not going to go sifting. Cult of personality. But I know they're um, really pretty, and um, I'm obviously going to get the thinners because it's all I get ever in my life. New Arrivals, Foxy Roxy. She debuted them on October 10th on her page, Mixed Clips. Again, it's M-I-X-X-E-D underscore clips with a Z. Yeah, it's uh, for the culture, and... I think that's the. They're like a, they're that like uh, purpley bluey color. Yeah, that's a specific um, oxidization that you can do on metal. Yeah, but I don't know if she had two of them. I thought she had two of them. She does. It looks like they're straights and chunkers. So one, yeah. So I'm probably gonna do the chunkers for myself. Um, I'm trying to find where the straights are. They're on the post for October 9th. So it's for the culture and then culture. And they're relatively, they're reasonably priced for um, shears. Yeah. Um, 129 and 120 oh, Or nice. no, they're both 129 Oh, together? Not together. Oh, no. okay. Each, separate. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm looking at these and I'm like, Oh, Red Queen, Jennifer Hannes. And then it says White Queen. And I'm like, (laughs) ooh, I don't know if that one's going to age well. But I thought that was funny. But yeah. Who's the White Queen? I have no idea. It's it's still by Jennifer. So it's Jennifer Hannes for Red Queen and White Queen. I'm almost positive that's a Alice in Wonderland situation. So like reference. 
Mm. The red queen, white queen. I just thought it was funny. But yeah, pretty cool. Congratulations. Yeah. You should check out her page. She's got all kinds of of uh, Foxy Roxy sheer reviews. On her page? Yes, the Mexico. Well, she's an, she's an ambassador, and... Yeah, that's very true, so... So, like... She'll have only mostly positive stuff to say. Yeah, there's gonna be biases, and I'm not looking for, like, just straight negative reviews, but I, I like to have, like, I like people, impartial. I like the impartial reviews, for sure. I like to stay impartial myself. Yes, I, I um, do, too. But, like... Because not everything is perfect, Exactly, and I know that, and I, the more I get older, we were just talking about, like, the standards of Shears anyway in general, overall. Yeah, it seems like so. they're going down. Yes, overall. Yeah. As an industry, and that could be climate, the, everything to do with climate. I don't know, um, because I bought, what 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 did I say that I purchased? The, uh... From Kenchi. The Shinobis. The Shinobis. I got the curves and the straights. The straights work fine. And I bought these a couple several years ago. Mm-hmm. And the curves, I've had nothing but problems. Yeah. They, di- they didn't feel like 100%. So I actually sent them back to Kenchi to get them like resharpened. And they came back the same. Like I was told that these were like show quality and like great, perfect shears. A waste. They're a fucking waste. They break every time I use them. Oh, well, I just... Uh, a brand new sheer company just dropped, and I had just purchased some thinners. And I was... I used them for the first time on uh, a Maltese hair. Uh-huh. And they... Um, unhinged. Not unhinged, but like, you know, where you cut and then it just kind of cuts into it. They fold. It folded. So I was like, what the fuck? So I couldn't close it. Like, I'd have to like manually close the uh, shears. They folded at the tip. No, it's just like... Yeah, like they fold. The shears themselves Yeah, but it, it was on the bottom. It was on the base, oh, not the tip. Oh, weird. Yeah, exactly. I've never had shears do that before. Yeah. So I had sent them back. I had just bought them. And then the day I actually used them, they just stopped working. So then I sent them back, and I got a new pair. Uh-huh. Um, I actually got a new pair sent, and I sent the other pair back, because um, I know the person who's selling them. And... Um, they worked, they were beautiful. They worked fine. And then I've been using them consistently and it did it again. And, he, and the I, I keep saying like, why do I keep having this problem? Am I doing something wrong? Am I holding them wrong? Is my handling, like, am I too heavy handed? Am I too light handed? Like I'm trying to work on my scissoring and my hand skills. Yeah. Like, am I doing something wrong? Is this a common thing with like a user error? Right. And, you know, the person was like, oh, maybe you grab too much hair. And I'm like, it's every fucking time I do, like, a really thin coat that I absolutely need thinning shears. Like, I'm, like, this kind of coat is going to fold under, like, a straight and curved shear because it's so thin. And I'm just trying to get that little bits off. So, anyway, um, and they worked so well once I got a pair that worked. And I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm literally like at this point so dissatisfied with almost all of my shears that I've purchased. And I don't purchase expensive shears, but I don't purchase cheap shears. Like I have Jay Scruggs, um, and I've used those for years. 
The last two times I've gotten them sharpened, I haven't been happy with them. They don't last very long. But, like, mm. I sent them to Kenshi and got them sharpened, like, maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago. And they worked really well for a while. Yeah. And they're very light sheer. Uh, th- they're a light th- blender or thinner. So, like, I, c- I know what I can use it on around the face and stuff like that. Like, what hairs to use it on. So, like, those have been my ride or die and surprisingly the one the the shears i get the worst review have been my longest running shears which ones the black pearl by guide Uh, yeah everybody fucking hates that shear guys i bought this before i knew all the bad reviews and this was like years ago like eight years ago i was gonna say i think those were like your second pair of shears like that you purchased they were they were they were supposed to be my good pair of shears that I purchased, and um, I got the curve 10 inches, and I got the chunkers, and the chunkers have been my ride or die. Yeah. Even though I've broke, and I've broken them so many times, I've dropped them so many times, and every time I get them recalibrated, resharpened, they worked perfectly fine, and I already know, like, how much damage I've done to the chunkers, so, like, when they stop working, I know I just need to get them sharpened, or... It's always kind of like, are they done, done? Because I yeah. fuck, I, I drop them all the time. I'm finding like my older shears are my go-tos my that monks. I've had for like 10 years. Yeah, my monks have, my I have one pair of blue monks um, thinners, and those are the thinners I've been using for everything still to this day. Yeah. And I have monks curves. Those have been really good. Those have never failed me so far, the purples. Um, yeah. So far, like, my midline shears have been the best out of all the premier shears that I've purchased. Well, no, like, the the Monk Purples are expensive. They're, like, $200 per shear. Like, $220 per shear. Yeah. Um. I'd say that's higher, higher midline. Exactly. They're not $500 yeah. Utsumis for their cheapest shear. Um. And that's the next, I think I'm going to give up. On Premier Shears because not Premier is in like a brand, but like Premier is in like better than a midline shear, your higher end shears. I think I'm gonna try at me get a good pair of their shears. And if they ultimately suck and like piss me off, I'm never buying high end shears again. I will only buy midline because my five star blenders, amazing. I've had those for a long time too, and they've never failed me. And the five star is. Um, Kenshi. Kenshi. And they're not that expensive when I bought them. I have Kenshi Loves, and they're their lowest grade Kenshi. Yeah. And... I think five star is, like, maybe right above, but yeah. not higher than that. And then my entrees from Gaibe. And my entree... Uh, I bought the entrees as a set, so with the curve... And the straights. And those things, I use those. Those are my daily shears. I use those for hand scissoring. Yeah. I use, like... And then the free shears that I got from the show. The, those the are Christ- Christians. Christians. Christians, yeah. You like those? I do like them. But it's like they're you kn- free. Yeah. But you, like, you know what they need. See, like... And even the my ride-or-die shears, I know, like, certain coat types I can use what shear with. Oh, I can use my writer dies on everything. Yeah. Cocker, butter. Like, even doing a thick cocker cut 
butter. Yeah. Butter. Like, I can use it on a poodle hand scissor. Perfect. Looks like I used convex shears on them. Like, because they're, um, what are they called? They're the, they have the serrated. They're serrated. I love serrated shears. You can't find them anymore. And they're always, the serrated shears are always on the lower grade too. And I don't understand why. Me neither. But they yeah. make more sense when it comes to like doing things that you don't want to move. Yeah. Maybe so it's like, because they're not supposed to like last. It's like the serration dulls quicker than like a regular shear. I don't know. But I just remember Riza was not saying that she left serrated, that she turns her shears into serrated shears. Yeah, she turns her monks into serrated when you're doing a face. Like she does, she uses only serrated on the face. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking makes complete sense. Yeah. So I've only gotten like my smaller shears serrated when I actually go out and not look at shiny things. Like, yeah. ooh, this looks cool. I'll try it. I'm so over expensive trials. Because they don't, like, I and haven't... And they're not even, like, the most expensive shears out there, right? They're yeah. not. Like you said, they're, like, midline shears. Like, the two to 300 range. But they're... That's still a large purchase. That's a big purchase to, to be me. so disappointed. No, I agree. <laughs> it's the large purchase to be so disappointed. I'm... When we... Even when we get the $75 shears, like, just to try out some cheapos or to have throwaways, I still hurt. Yeah. I still hurt thinking about that. That's still that's still $75, like, not in my pocket. And yeah. I know this business is about, like, you have to spend money to make money for sure. But it's like we are spending the money and not getting the quality <clears throat> back. Exactly. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, how many shears do I need to feel, com- like, how many pairs of shears do I need to feel satisfied? Because I'm not satisfied and I have... And I'm using these shears. Like, I have like 13, coats. 14 pairs of shears. I used to, and I started just giving them away. People I, be like, oh, I wanted to try that brand. Here you go, fucking take it. I've already given some away. I've <laughs> given my first set of shears, my first monk's shears, I gave those away. I gave away uh, a Black Pearl guy. I gave away... I've given away shears. I have no problem giving away shears. I'll give more shears away. Yeah. But, like, it's just insane to not be happy and it's not because of lack of trying exactly so either they break because like the shinobis were supposed to be show quality yeah like you're not supposed to you're supposed to use it on a show cut or yeah like hand i was only supposed to use it on hand scissors or like very thin coats and so of course i'm not going to use that on a cocker or a thicker coat and i wasn't yeah. I was only using them, like, on poodles or dogs that were getting, like, a full scissor. Like your Bichon. Yeah. And, like, that's why I bought them, because I was starting to get more Bichons. And then they just fucking broke apart. And I'm like, what is this? Like, this is so upsetting. Because mm-hmm. they're not, they weren't cheap. No. They were the most expensive shears I've ever purchased. Yeah. Like, it was, the bill was almost, like, $800. Yeah. And for, like, what? They just sit there, and every time I look at them, they make me angry. <laughs> I just can't. So now, I've been interested in looking into um, Jim. That um, it's that Facebook group for all the sharpeners. Yeah, no, I was I was looking at a pair of shears um, that were Jim. They just 
the ones that I was looking at, because I was looking at thinners, and I I picked the fresh, enough. Yeah, is it the fresh? Fresh? Not fresh shears. It's not the fresh shears. No. No, the shears that I just bought, I was looking at the gem and then those. But the ones that I picked just sat in my hand more comfortably than the gems. Because the gems f didn't feel right on me. Like, they didn't <laughs> feel good to me on my hand mm -hmm. because of, I don't know. Just the way it probably laid in your hand. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. But they had this really cute, like, mini thinner. Like, it was like a tiny little shear that had just, like, probably, like, five or Where six Where are you teeth. feeling these shears? Oh, uh, when the sharpener came to town. He oh, was yeah, selling shears. Because right. right. he was selling him shears for um, a hair convention. Yeah, that's right. I forgot he came into town. Yeah, I hope he comes into town again because I don't want to send my stuff out, but I have to. No, he was only coming out. He came out for Super Zoo, and that was it. Yeah, but like he can make a cool couple thousand dollars if he just comes out here. But you have to set it up. Can he stay here? In my house? Yes. No. Okay, never mind. I don't <laughs> have any place for him. No, they usually get their own hotel. But like you have to set it up to where he's, like you advertise it. And like you get him basically the money. Okay. For him to come down. So you have to, like, get people to agree. He can just go to the last salon he was at. He said that salon kept him there for eight hours. Because they had, like, so many... They He did all the shears there. And Dang. so that's why he... I, I gave him mine that day. And into the night, I got him the next day. So, like, if he just... And it's been enough time where they're going to need sharpening. Yeah. So it's like if he just came down... I'm going to talk to him and be like, yeah. Hey, are you just going to come down before the holidays? So that way I don't have to send anything out. Yeah, try and hit him up. Yeah, because I don't need, because I'm sending most of my stuff back to the like certain manufacturers and yeah. then like other stuff to him. So I'm I kind was of doing that for a while too. I'm kind of spreading it out this year. That's how I was doing it, and then I found her the sharpener, and then I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. But then, like, I have nowhere really to send my blades. I send my blades to him. He yeah. does a good job on the blades. The blades so. are good. I need, but I, I I always like to purchase blades before I send them out. I don't know. I have like this weird thing when I get something freshly sharpened, I drop it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. I'm just like over, I'm just over all of the grooming like equipment. It's just like quality wise like I yeah. know supply chain is iffy and slowed because of steel and like um manufacturing and like raw supplies mm -hmm. and this has been going on for like five six years now so like I know like I understand why I don't the think that long no it has last time we went to um super zoo like two three years ago like everything was going up in price because of the price of steel and um my uncle he he works in the steel industry and um he doesn't work with the raw material material he works with tubing and pipes so because um all of of everything everything was like how do i explain we were doing that thing with china what was it called where we were, like, not buying certain raw oh, materials from them. Like a protest? No. Um, 
it's not mandates. It's where they stop. Uh, I can't think of it. But basically, we take our raw materials and we send it out to try not to be processed because yeah. they have um, different standards of industry and they have more industry. They have more industry than we do. And so that was like kind of um, putting a damper on like the supply chain for us because when you send things out to China, it comes back quicker, cheaper, uh, as far as processing goes. And uh -huh. we s certain things got um like steel and um like other things was part of this whole um i can't remember what it's called but if you guys remember it was like the first year of trump but it was already part of the process with um this weird bill right it was a it was a bill that had been in the works for a couple years it just passed during the first year of trump or whatever and anyway so the steel industry changed a little bit. The raw material, material industry changed a little bit. My uncle went from being super, super poor to super, super rich because it screwed up over other people. Like, it's a give or take kind of situation. You know what I mean? It happens. Mm -hmm. So, like, other industries were, like, hit hard, and his industry was, like, booming. But because of his industry was booming, like, we started seeing it as far as, like, our now clippers went up because the price of steel went up. So, like, it wasn't $20. Now it's $25, you know, for our nail clippers. But then because of the price of steel goes up, whatever they're mixing it with or whatever they're processing it with, it's, mm -hmm. they're going to try to cheapen it to keep the price not go as high as it should be, I guess. I don't know. So, like, if you guys, if you guys haven't noticed, people are complaining about um, clippers. The Andes Clippers. Yeah, and there's like no the parts. blade drives. Everybody's complaining about the blade drives for years now. Like they changed somehow. Yeah, they took the mini metal piece off. Yeah. Of the top. Exactly. And it went to plastic. Exactly. And for some reason it changed it. So the hinges are different. Like they're the same, but they're different. They're, they're made cheaper. They're much more, they're less reliable. So that's where I'm at right now. Like when it comes to shears, when it comes to clippers, like it's just not, the quality is not there and it's probably no one's fault. But like you said, I, well, it is everyone's fault. It's because they also want cheaper product. So that they can still sell the, at the same price so that they can make more money. Is that too. Well, yeah. But like, they're probably not going to... Yeah, like you said, they want to make more money. But they're probably not going to make much more money have, selling a really good product. And yeah, they're going to make it cheaper. Yeah. So that they can have a cheaper bottom line and then sell it for the same price so that... Now their price is inflated by however many percent, sixty percent, when their product was only five dollars to make. Yeah. So I don't know what the deal is, but I all I know it's is that, that too. It's shorting of like product, the supply material, chain, the materials, raw materials, and then they also want to invest in cheaper product. Yeah, and processing it cheaper. And processing it cheaper so that they can still sell it for a 60% profit 
and make more money. Where are you getting 60%? Is that just, just like an arbitrary number? number? Yeah, it's a made up number. I like how you're always like 60. 60 is like your number. You should get a <laughs> tattoo somewhere in your body. It's like, it's just an inflated price. It doesn't fucking matter. But no, yeah. they're not going to inflate it only 20%. They're going to inflate that shit so fucking high. Yeah. So that they're still billionaires at the end of the day. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really starting to affect me. It's affecting fucking everybody and everybody's tired of it. It is. It's true. Like, why do I need, do I want to invest into like a $500 clipper? Yeah. The Har- Herbinger, Harbinger clippers. Do I want to do that? The German clippers? Yeah, no, it's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. It's true. Like, they, they're doing it with food right now. Well, um... They're that- making our boxes smaller and still selling that shit for the same price. Yeah, food's another story, and it's that has a lot to do with a lot of things. It's a very complex thing. But yeah, that's a story for another day. Let's go on to stories. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we have... We have two stories, and hold on. There's one in Messenger, and there's one in our email. Okay, let's do... I, I'm, I'm in the email. So the cool thing is, is that we have an update on an anonymous story. So let's see if we can all remember uh, the story that... The original story, and this is the updated version. Or this is the update on that story. Did so. we read the one from England? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay, I'm going to unstart it. Okay. All right. So, Anonymous, just sending an update on my anonymous story y'all read today. Sweet. So, this is probably the last time. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the anonymous week. story yeah, last, the last week. episode. So, um, so, the groomer in training from the other store that was fresh out of the academy was the one that done all those things. When she was there, we still don't have uh, a salon leader. Now she's gone, though, and back at her home store. Also, after she left me and my coworker, uh, left me and my coworker, we typed up a paper of all the shit she fucked up and gave it to the store leader to send to her salon leader. So hopefully something is done about her. I also have a few other stories to send, so be prepared. I'm excited. Very prepared. Yeah, no, that business was a lot. I am, I, I'm impressed that you didn't walk out. Yeah. Um, dealing with all that crazy shit, and I don't, I don't, I think, she, I think it's not the right environment for. I don't think this is a good. No, she needs to work alone. Choice. Huh? She either needs to work alone. Or not work at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But thank you for that update. That was great. Um, yeah, I hope she... We love updates. I do, too. Okay, so <laughs> this is from Emily. Hey, guys, I recently found you guys, and like everyone else, I've been listening nonstop. I have my own mobile business in Austin, Texas. Been grooming since 2011. Get it, girl? I have a shitty story. Wasn't while grooming a dog, but totally dog-related. It was a lonely... Ooh, she is adding the ambiance. <laughs> it was a lonely Saturday. No, it was lovely. Okay, so now you can read. <laughs> it was a lovely Saturday this past January, and I had a nail gig at... Uh, You're on your own on that one. Tomlinson's? 
Tomlinson's in Cedar Park. Everything went really well. I had just opened my mobile uh, nail spa trailer, and it was our first outing before actually hitting the road with appointments. We were on our way home, and we were in my neighborhood when a little doxy comes flying out into the road. My husband locks up the brakes, and we skid to a stop. Of course, being the person I am, I immediately (laughs) get out and try to get the dog to come to me. I resonate with that. (laughs) (laughs) He gets kind of close, but hell no, dude takes off up the road. I don't want to chase him because he'd eat he'd run even further so i'm walking in the direction he went i saw someone outside and they recognized him and told me that he where he belonged because he gets out often also said if i run from him he'd chase me so (laughs) what do i what so what do this random dude and i start doing running down the damn road we're calling his name and he's chasing us next thing i know i trip out a full force run somehow completely roll over my left hand snapping my wrist backwards <laughs> uh, uh, i'm cringing she sent us pictures too i oh did she i yeah. am holding my hand out and crying while sitting in a stranger's driveway and the guy keeps <laughs> fucking running and my husband who's still sitting in the jeep not helping me or paying attention doesn't notice the stranger disappeared with the dog i ran back to my jeep in agony and i hold my hand up to my husband and i shit you you not and i shit you not all he said was that little dude fucked you up i lost it I did end up fracturing my wrist and snapping all the tendons in my palm. Oh, it was so bad. Oh I had God. to call my brand new clients to tell them I couldn't open for a few more weeks. All ended up well. I still have my mobile nail salon and now my big mobile bus. Hope that made you laugh. Oh, and you can even say my name. And these pictures This are happened in January. Horrific. Ugh. Uh, I can see. How do you bruise your palm? That's the tendon snap. I know. That's crazy. That sucks, dude. So where are you at in Texas? I want to get my nails done. I want to get my nails done. I haven't had my nails done in years. I only get my nails done when I go through surgery. (laughs) I know. Dang, that sucks. Should be a lesson. See, I have this vision in my head, like, your husband hadn't even, like, complete a full stop, and you're, like, out the door with, like, a leash in hand, because that's what Vanessa does. Yes. She just, like... Not even the car won't even go to a full stop yet, and I'm out the car. Yep. Harvey gets so mad. And it's, like, sometimes you can make the situation worse, like, the dog is gonna, like, run away into traffic or something. Yeah. That's why we had to stop chasing that dog. Yeah, because he was running towards towards a busy street. a very busy street. And one, I wasn't, can't chase him. You weren't gonna chase him. Hell no. I'm not gonna (laughs) fucking chase him. I'm always running after dogs. I'm in flip-flops. And he's going towards Eastern. I don't need that trauma. Yeah. He's probably just, like... It was probably from that house that I was doing work on and he just got out. He they looked well. They have two shih tzus. Okay, well, that maybe was that shih tzu and he was just shaved. Because he looked no, well taken care like of. No, they were like stubby, short. Like, no, sorry, losses. They have losses. Long, short, stubby. Is that the guy who was like stalking you for like a second? No. No, that's a um, 
Different household. Oh. I don't know where that dude lived, but not, it wasn't that house. Okay. But dang, that sucks. Hopefully it healed up nice. Because that fucking sucks. Like, that sounds painful. I remember when I got my softball injury and I fucking bursted out crying and almost threw up with my ankle. Because it popped. That shit hurt so bad. I just remember when you were like, you. I don't know if that was the time that you really hurt yourself, but you rolled your ankle. But I just remember you were when you came back you were like i was just like running so fast and we're all just watching her run and she's not a fast runner she's a very slow runner i'm much slower and more like fred flintstone um but she was just like just like i was just like running so fast and she comes in and she rolled her ankle which i roll my ankle all the time so like i get it but her face was hilarious she was huffing and puffing and she really honestly believed that she was, like, fast as fucking lightning. I'm always a fast runner. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was, like... And you gotta keep your hands straight sticking out for aerodynamics. A flat palm. And the, she had she had the right form. It was the right form, like you would. So it's just, like, picture somebody who actually runs fast and properly in slow motion that's she was running and then she comes in like i just couldn't stop it was going so fast and we're all looking at her like are you kidding me yeah this was a different time because like i actually went to the hospital yeah because <laughs> my foot turned completely blue you know i remember working with you and you were like i want to go back to softball i miss softball i will not go back to softball Towards the end of my softball career, if you want to call it that, just for funsies, I had way too many injuries. Like, serious injuries. I have a scar on my face from getting beamed in the face with a line drive. I was bleeding, and I didn't know how badly I was bleeding. (laughs) And they're, like, looking at me like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, my jaw hurts a little bit. (laughs) And I was just, like, dripping blood everywhere. Yeah. I had thread marks. On my jaw from when Harvey beamed me in the fucking face. Like, we still get in arguments over that because we see it two different ways. And I'm just like... You're like, it's abuse. (laughs) No, I'm You're trying to kill me, like, every week. Why did you beam it? Like, you weren't that far away from me. Why did you fucking beam it into my face? It wasn't necessary. And then you threw it so fast, Michael. I, like, I hadn't gotten my glove there yet. Yeah. But he says, I got my glove there, but it was closed. And I'm like, no, you're misremembering it. Because my glove wasn't there, and then by the time I got hit in the fucking face, of course it's up where it's supposed to be, and probably closed because I was crying inside because I felt my jaw completely crack. Like, it was like someone punched me in the face Your TMJ got rearranged. Yeah. So, it just cracked my jaw, and everyone's looking at me, and I'm just like, ignore the situation, like, let's everybody play. Like, let's move forward i don't want to fucking look at anybody because i'm gonna cry if i look at you (laughs) so faces forward people let's play (laughs) yeah i just i want to do something i'm just getting at that i have that focus i want to do something safe like being on a team sounds great so maybe like they have kickball leagues kickball's fun they have volleyball league i am not that skilled for volleyball (laughs) But, like, I like the volleyball butts. 
like volleyball builds your glutes and like yeah. everybody who plays volleyball has like the sweetest ass yeah i don't know we'll figure it out we'll join a team again or something well you can join first and then like in a year or two i'll join you i'll figure it out all right guys um send us your stories we have no more stories that's it unfortunately so send us your spooky stories you know we lifted that uh doesn't have to be grooming related story ban so you know we want to hear your spooky stories for halloween we know they're out there oh i told i think i told you definitely my house is having some family presence in this household like I, we don't smoke, like me and Harvey, we don't, obviously I'm pregnant, but like he doesn't smoke cigarettes and we got home and just by the bed, like out of the blue, I was getting ready to crawl in and I smelled cigarette smoke. Yeah. It was nowhere else. And then when we came downstairs, it kind of like followed me and both his grandparent, grandmas smoked heavily. So I'm like... So those creepy-ass dolls carried something, maybe? Hmm. I don't know. Or I'm hoping it's Judy. They're, like, looking at grandma <laughs> that I liked. Not only the half-racist one. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I don't think she was racist. She, I mean, she's from Wisconsin, so they don't see, like, a huge demographic of people. But she was the nice one. She was always nice to me. Yeah. Very welcoming. Lots of butter and cheese. So good. Because Wisconsin. Yeah. But, yeah, no, so it could have been her or his other grandma who shortly passed away that not too long ago. Yeah. But I'm like, what the fuck? So send us your spooky stories. Um, but we're out till next time, so send us your stories at uh, groomerhumor at gmail.com. Again, we're out till Halloween. Groomerhumor at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at shit on the table. Tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. That's it. Bye.